Mansi Pete Show. Welcome again, people. Uh, shout out to all of my viewers and subscribers. Please do remember, like, share, and subscribe. And um, yeah, tell a friend to tell a friend. So today I have some topics that I would like to um, talk about real quick. And um, my first thing that I would like to speak on is um, things they don't teach us. There are things that they don't teach us in school. And um, yeah, let me share my screen and uh, bring you guys updated to what I'm about to get into real quick. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Share screen. Share screen. Screen. Try screen. All right. Got it. So check this out. Because I had to dig and dig and dig. They're not going to tell you. Okay. Financial literacy. They don't teach us in school. Not tell you because I had to dig and dig and dig. They're not going to tell you how to live corporate life and how critical it is. When you live as a corporate entity, see, here's the easiest thing to think about. Companies make money, individuals get taxed. So if you're just an employee out there and you don't have a company, there's every reason. 81,000 pages of deductions. That's number one. They're not going to tell you that. They're not going to tell you number two, how to powerfully use a Roth IRA, which is a tax-free tax deferred account. They're not going to tell you. And they're probably not going to tell you their inside real estate strategies. I became a real estate millionaire in 1999. I have never been out of real estate since. I was in real estate a little before, but the wealthy, 99% of us invest in real estate, land to RV parks, uh, storage units, we have a whole multitude of a variety of strategies and it's pretty tough to get somebody to truly open up and tell you what they're doing. If you want a fourth quick one, they don't tell you how to use insurance properly. I got a lot to tell you. Keep asking me questions. Okay. So basically they don't teach you literacy nor financial literacy, but they'll definitely show you, um, they will definitely walk you in the path to religion, which I'm not saying anything is wrong with religion, but I think people should be spiritual. I don't think religion should be forced on them because half the time we uh, get religion forced on us, most of the time we rebel. And sometimes we have no choice but just to pick up the mantle to learn religion. So we don't learn financial literacy. Do We don't learn um, financial literacy. And these things are things that we need to learn in order for us to uh, have better money management and know the value of money. And the other thing that they don't teach us also is the stock market. Now, when you put your money in the bank, yeah, the, your money is in the bank. It's allegedly safe, which pretty much is not because if they have a bank where the bank is going to take that to pay off whatever loans they own, whatever. You probably get one or two percent on it. If you have 10 bands in it, you probably make like maybe five dollars, maybe ten dollars at most, but nothing where you could file taxes on at the end of the year. The interest they're going to pay on you. You're basically losing money when you put your money in the bank, right? Things right. rich Let's, people will. Okay, we already got that out of the way. Next one I want to get to is this one. History of Egypt. After you have shackled and enslaved a people, branded, castrated, lynched, burned, and tortured them, you called them three-fifths of a man, subspecies, an ape, a monkey, and a general inferior creation, how can we then admit that they are our teachers and the ones who gave us civilization? How can we admit 
that we descended from Greece and from Rome, and that Greeks and Rome stole everything, everything they knew from Egypt. Pretty much. How do we admit that? There's no room in a white supremacist psyche for black contributions to civilization or world progress. This reaches too far into the consciousness of the so-called objective white scholars of academia. Okay, let me cut in real quick. They say the best way to hide information from a black man is to put it in a book. They don't teach us about our history. And as you can see, whenever you go to school, they, they teach us the same repeated cycle, which is uh they are black history month but they teach they teach us nothing about all the things in that we created like the stop the stop sign um the hair blow dryer the pacemaker uh the woman that created the ac we had electric cars long before but that's a different topic but all the things in that black people made they never teach us about that if you need to learn these things out of school in school you have to learn it out of school so your first step to failure is just going to the school in itself. That's your first step because all the things in that we need to learn, we have to go to the library to learn these things because they don't teach us a proper history. And our history shouldn't be taught by them. It should be taught by our own people where it be able to be executed in the proper way. We're learning history from the conquerors, which they conquered us because, you know, I think, in my humble opinion, I think slavery was a choice. Just like uh, Kanye said, we just stayed there and we we're in fear and we pretty much didn't do anything. In order for us to get our point across, if we're going to move forward together as black people, we need a community. You have the LGBT community. Chinese have a community. KKK have a community. And um, I don't know what this Black Lives Matter is about. That's not a community. The Black Panther was a true community because it stayed true to the core, created a lot of things, including the union, but we never get props for that. All the things in that we create, they basically hijack it or they blackface it and then they use it for their own gains. And their black skinned counterparts. This is like asking a Nazi to accept the Jewish origins of Nazism and of Hitler, if that were the case. They couldn't accept it if it were true any more than the white supremacists can accept the African origins of civilization. Do you know why they- so basically we have all these different different uh conscious people that be spewing all of this different different thing about consciousness and all this other extra stuff but this is my message to all these woke people that be spewing all this different different consciousness nothing will get happen if we don't unify ourselves and work collectively together so everybody's staying in their corner they're preaching this preaching that but you don't get anything. If you notice the LGBT community, whenever they need to get something done, everybody gather together and they stand on that. Every community you could possibly think of, which brings me to my my other. Do you know um, why they won't teach us? Which brings me to my other um thing. Now, this Mississippi teen boy dies days after being shot by the police, right? What's his name? His name Jahim with Jahim McKellen, 15, who was shot by the police in his head last night, was taken to taken off life support on Saturday. Now, these are things that we're always gonna see when it comes towards our people. Because if we know our history, things like this won't happen. If we protect our people, things like this won't happen. But what they're probably gonna do, they're probably gonna pay out a lawsuit, and when they pay out a lawsuit, 
it's forgotten. Now, I'm not saying you're supposed to cause harm to these people, whatnot. I'm basically saying if we boycott certain businesses, these things will happen. Protesting is pretty much a waste of time. What people need to do in reality is stop supporting certain businesses. And these businesses is pretty much things that we normally buy, like your, your Gucci, your Prada, which they always cost us out and say, oh, don't wear our stuff because we don't want no monkey and this is this, that, and the third. See, Kanye we spoke about those people and what they did. They censored him. Everybody could take advantage of black and speak on black. And guess what? No ramification or anything that happens to them. But when it comes to us, it's like we're a joke. People don't take us serious because we don't stand on the things we say. Bad influences are some of these rappers. They don't help the community nor the culture. Yeah, they might give us some turkeys and shit like that, but in reality, they're not doing anything for us. They're a prime example of what we're, what's happening to us because all they sing about is money, bitches, drugs, and um, killing people. That is not educational. That, that's not helping us. So lives like this won't be gone and pretty much go under the bridge like nothing happened if we don't take action as far as boycotting businesses, taking off from work, and just making the system hear what we need to get done. You feel me? Which brings me to my other, whatchamacallit, segment. You might think racism in the U.S. is really a case of a few bad apples. A racist cop here, a so-called Karen there, a leader of a white supremacist group. You know, people who deliberately hate. But we can't blame racism in America on just a few bad apples. Think of our nation's problem as more like an apple pie with the racial injustice baked right into every aspect of our society. Meet Ebony and Emily, two American babies, one black, one white, born at the same time, same place, but Ebony will not get an equal slice of the pie. And that starts from birth. Because of her race, Ebony is three times more likely than Emily to die in the hospital as a newborn if her Look doctor is white. And once Ebony and Emily go to school, while both girls occasionally misbehave, studies show they won't face the same punishment. Ebony is seven times more likely than Emily to be suspended and four times more likely to be arrested on campus. When the so as you can see, from the minute of birth you enter this earth, obstacles is in your way to overthrow you. Now, as I said before, the, the minute you come in this earth, you're set to fail. Now we have, we have Oprah Winfrey, we have Jay-Z, we have Kanye West, we have Puffy, we have uh, Spike Lee, and we have Tyler Perry and a slew of other people. Why is it none of these people actually come together and said, let us create um, something that we actually own and that's going to be governed by us and um, it's not going to be blackface? Simple. They have an order to follow. And if they break that chain of command, what happened to Cosby will happen to them. So pretty much it's slavery in a nice way. 
and their own and they have that code of conduct that they gotta follow and if they break that the ramification is going to be different as you can see there is bad apples but it's ingrained in the system for a black person a black man or a black woman to fail now you get your few rich people here and there and stuff like that but even forbes still consider all these people that's rich or billionaires still poor in their eyes because the best way to dismiss something is to throw dirt on it and that's what they're notorious for doing throw dirt on it shame it make it look bad and then you then they come in and then they take over kiki parma got a, a black tv network let's see how that work out we know that it's more than likely the higher ups that own it and they're going to put her as a black face to run it because ain't no way she coming up with that kind of bread to own no tv network but that's the lower people in so they could get us the majority to watch it and then they rule it girls grow up and apply for jobs odds are fewer employers will call ebony back because she has a black sounding name and even though Emily and Ebony will get the same college degree, once Ebony is hired statistically as a black person, she'll make an average of 25% less than Emily. So why didn't Ebony get an equal slice of that apple pie? It's because systemic racism is built into our country's DNA. In the 17th and 18th centuries, wealthy white men needed land, so they took it from indigenous people and then forced blacks into slavery. To justify using blacks for free labor, the whites in power promoted a myth that blacks were inferior. Now, like I said before, how can black people be inferior while physically we're stronger, hair-wise we're stronger, and skin-wise we're stronger? As I mentioned before, the best way to dismiss something is to speak down on it and throw it to the side. Let's continue. And as Seattle-based author Ijoma Oluo points out, our nation's institutions, politics, and policies were designed against the backdrop of that money-driven lie that Black people just weren't as worthy or as capable as whites. Our school systems were built around this. Our economic systems are built around this. Our government systems were built around this. And it is simply that things were designed to uphold this story, to uphold this exploitation. And we know all of this. And what we do, we do absolutely nothing. So whenever people start speaking all this woke stuff, oh, Black people, this Black people, that, I just personally think, it's for views if you need something done you have to pretty much stand on it one thing with those people they might not get along but their main goal is to control us they've been doing it then they're doing it now and they still continue people might think that slavery is over it's actually still active as the great bob marley said emancipate yourself from mental slavery none but ourselves can free our mind People need to stop waiting for them to care. Nobody don't give a shit about you nor your race. If you don't care for yourself, ain't nobody gonna care for you. And even though slavery ended here more than 150 years ago, the racism that fueled it persists in systemic ways today. 
white Americans now hold 85% of this country's wealth. Black Americans, just over 4%, and Hispanics, just over 3%. People of color, people like Ebony, are statistically more likely to be impoverished, incarcerated. And mind you, we're the majority, not the minority. And face discrimination in healthcare. Emily may have her own barriers in life, but her skin color won't be one of them. It's not someone said, here's your wealth because you're white. Here's your status because you're white. It simply means that the barriers that we placed in front of people of color were not placed in front of you. Now, you may have a whole nother set of barriers, right? You may have barriers of disability, barriers of class, barriers of immigration status, so many other barriers that were placed in front of you. But acknowledging privilege is simply acknowledging if we also took that other set of barriers that we place in front of people of color, you would stumble even further. So pretty much they got a head start and having a head start is much better. We're coming from the pretty much back of the line. And this, it says, do not, I, I said, I do not benefit from the systematic racism. We don't benefit from it because it's already ingrained in the system for us to fail. So things we need to do, we need to learn our history. We need to start going to the library, hitting some of those books, get in touch upon black history, get in touch with um, nature a little bit. I started learning more about black history during the pandemic. Americans, most Americans don't know about American history. And that's something that they need to start looking more into because if you know your history we wouldn't have so much hatred towards each other um we're destined to fail because of all the system is pretty much hedged against us and in order for us to get that we need to be more unified and united if you ask me we're like the mutants and x-men and the sentinels are the people that's trying to get rid of us so for future reference, educate yourself, know your history, know your worth, stop selling yourself cheap. And before you get into anything, make sure you educate yourself on everything. Stock market, literacy, financial literacy, and teach your kids about their black history. That's something that we need to teach all our kids about. And every black person should have life insurance. Because we're always planning to live, but we never plan to die. Thanks again for joining the Emancipate Show. I'm your host, Kel. Over and out.